Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, hello, team. We are so excited to be back for another Switch Leader Podcast. This is the last one of 2022. Do you guys remember when 2020 hit and we actually started paying attention to what year it was. Like before that, I feel like they just flew by, but 2020 hit and everything slowed down and we're like, oh my gosh, we made it to 2021. And people are still posting things about, man, let's leave 2022 behind. Could we stop that next year? So we're rolling into 2023. I'm counting on none of you doing that. Okay. Anyways, I'm really excited about this episode. It's called Christmas Break, What We Want For You. I'm hanging out with my friend Camry Rowan today. Camry, thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, I'm really excited. So Camry and I actually get to work together. And what I want to do is first allow her to take just a minute and share a little bit about like what you do and how long you've been a part of Life Church. Okay, yeah. So I'm a switch intern at the Northwest campus with Josh, and I love every second of it, except when he makes fun of me 24-7. So that's well, so that's that, that would that be would that mean that you never love it? I don't know. I love it all the time, but then there's like cameras and it's for, just Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but I fair. love that too. So it's like a whole thing. So yeah, I'm a switch intern in Northwest. I went to Life Church online for like, I don't know, since I was like fifteen. So a long time. That's and awesome. then I have been going in person since twenty twenty. I started coming during the whole COVID thing. So Because <laughs> why not? Very good. And you were at OKC campus at first, yep. right? I was guys, Camry's a blast and you get to spend time with her. You're going to laugh a lot. I know she said I make fun of her. That's not true. <laughs> it's just that she does things that are funny and they make me laugh. And, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm laughing at her. So I, I get, it's okay. People laugh at me too. It's yeah. what makes us close. <laughs> so part of the reason I wanted Camry to be on this episode is because so Camry just turned 21, first of all. Ooh. what This was like just a few days ago. Yeah, too. And I'm not 21. I recognize that I am much farther removed from my teenage years than Camry is. And I'm really, really looking forward to getting some of her input and insight. And I think some of you will be as well as to what's going on with our students and maybe what's going through their heads this time of year. So that'll be a part of our conversation. First off, though, I want to start with Camry. What are your Christmas plans? So I'm actually flying out on Christmas Day to go to Nebraska, which is where my mom and my stepdad and my sister live. And I'm going to spend the whole week with them up until New Year's. And my parents are opening a coffee shop. So I'm going there really to teach them how to make coffee. Okay. <laughs> so I used All to be right. barista for a long time. So I'm teaching them how to do everything coffee because they know about as much as a Keurig. And then uh, they'll have Christmas. That, that sounds fantastic. Hey, I'm, I'm sure, you know what? I bet your parents are listening to this podcast. And I just <laughs> want to say, I I am excited for anyone that currently doesn't know how to make coffee and is starting a coffee business. Right. It, the I, day they it, told me, I was like, Come on. What? No, no fear. No <laughs> I fear. Know. They were like, Camry, what is an espresso machine and where do I get one? And I I'm just like, glad they're not starting like an architect firm or something. That would scare me more. It would be different. <laughs> What do you love most about this time of year? So it's it's Christmas and then we're rolling into New Year's. What do you love most? Obviously, like the super Christian answer is church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I do love a good Christmas service and I do love seeing people experience Jesus for the first time. <laughs> that is 
truly what I love. But I yep. also am here for lots of food and lots of dessert and lots of games because I'm a board game freak. And yes. that's all I want to do is board games and mac and cheese and chocolate. <laughs> I can see that. I can that's see that. That's all I do. And you're probably good at them. Are you good oh, at I, board games? I take them too seriously. I, f- like, I figured. I'm I, too I much. can see that. I won't let my little sister win. The poor girl is 10. And I'm wow. like, Candyland is mine. <laughs> Remind me your sister's name. Aaliyah. Hi, Aaliyah. We're hoping that you're listening to us as well. Merry Christmas. Sorry that your sister's a jerk. So for many of you, you're serving in youth ministry because you, believe it or not, love teenagers, even though sometimes they can be wild. And so you feel a call to invest in the church in this way and invest in that next generation of leaders in our communities. I think you know we're incredibly grateful for you, but we also recognize that that could mean that you also like to be very intentional with these kind of relationships in your life. And so I would assume that for many of you, this time of year is similar to mine and that you're looking for those opportunities to continue to invest. This is what I'll say. We want something very specific for you and from you over Christmas break, New Year's, during this time where we're not in Switch in the building. We want something very specific. Get ready. It's going to be so much. You guys are going to be like, man, how am I going to handle it? We want for you to make great memories with your families. And we want for you to be refreshed. And we want for you to have fun. And we want for you to spend time with God. And we want for you to focus on your family that's in your home. And we want you to focus on getting to see family from out of town. And we want for you to be coming back in January so excited about what God's doing in your life and looking forward to getting to reconnect with many students that you haven't gotten to see in several weeks or maybe a month at that point. And For that to happen, we recognize that you're going to have to maybe change some rhythms. And we intentionally change rhythms and switch. There's a reason we're not in the building. We want for you all to get to enjoy time together and with your families. We also, of course, want for you to stay in touch with your students. But that doesn't mean that we want you to feel like there's an expectation of an amount of work for you to do. We want for you to feel like you have relationships built and your students love and care about you, and they want to hear from you because of that. So absolutely, we encourage that you keep those windows of communication open and continue to talk with them and continue to be able to talk through anything that they may have going on in their life. So what I want to do real quick is talk a little bit about maybe what this looks like for students. So Camry being, like I said, much closer to her teenage years, I would love to hear, Camry, a little bit of your perspective. If you were to think back on some of the things when you were a teenager that you looked forward to the most about this time of year. Presence is a given, okay? So we know everybody looks forward to presence. But what else this time of year do you feel like teenagers are really, really excited about and looking forward to? 100% the first thing that comes to mind is not being in school. (laughs) that is that is i still think about how exciting that was (laughs) (laughs) like i especially did just didn't have to look at that building and see it every day (laughs) so being out of school 
100% getting to be with family, getting to just hang out at home and do something that you don't get to do every day, like just actually chill and veg out. I loved getting to just do nothing for That's good. a couple weeks. Something that I missed, though, was like not getting to have my community around me because I mean, like yeah. you hang out with your friends and your family, but well, you hang out with your family. For me, it was harder to hang out with my friends because obviously everybody else is hanging out with their family. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it right. meant a lot when the few people were able to hang out or even just text me or whatever during the break because I still got to have that community during that's break. excellent. Right. I think that's really good. And I love that you point out, obviously, there's some give and take there. Mm-hmm. that obviously there, yeah, there's some great things. And then there's things that you give up as a result of getting some of that break. I think it's important that in any season we're in, especially in youth ministry, that we're taking advantage of the season. So yeah. sometimes it would mean obviously, hey, take advantage of there being a little bit of a, a break and rest. And then I think there's other times where we go, hey, this is a really busy time. There's a lot going on or they're all back in school. And so we want to take advantage of their availability or what they're excited about, and we want to be able to be a part of their lives. What I'd love for you and I to do real quick is I want to talk through some positives and negatives. There's things that we think of that I think we assume are just a win, that we're like, man, this is just a positive for every student. And in reality, it's not. It might be a positive for most and for like a majority, but it doesn't mean it is for every. So an example, a positive is, hey, presents, like loads of presents or something that students are really looking forward to. And this time of year, they're like, man, I can't wait to see what I get this year. Yeah. And likely they already have some expectations based on last year, you know, or, <laughs> or previous years. And they're like, gosh, I'm so excited. But I think it's important we also keep in mind. And for you to think about the students in your group and the students you know in your youth ministry, not all of your students are getting that experience. So not every student is going to wake up Christmas morning to a bunch of presents under the tree. And that's just a reality. And so some of you listening, maybe that was you. Like maybe you, it wasn't a thing where there was a bunch of presents. And I think that it would be wise for us to kind of put feelers out and have an idea of, do I have any students that that might be the situation for them? Like another avenue is how I said that I was always so excited that I didn't have to be at school. Some students may not be so excited to be at home for three weeks or two weeks or however long the break is. And this could be like for them, oh, my gosh, I have to be at home for the next three weeks. And I'm not going to be able to go to switch. I'm not going to be able to go to school. I'm not going to be able to get away for a little bit. What do I do now? And so recognizing that some students are going to have that, too, of like, I don't want Christmas break to come. Yeah. And the reasoning, obviously, there, there could be a list of reasons, right? Some could just yeah. be that they love being around friends. Some could be more serious. So some yeah. could be that like they don't, you know, they don't have a great, they don't have great family relationships or maybe right. currently home isn't just, maybe it's just not a healthy place. You may have students whose parents have recently gone through a separation and this is going to be their first Christmas that won't be together as a family. And that's not necessarily a great first experience and it's something that you know i think in honesty there there's likely even some anxiety leading up to that like what does this look like and and i'm nervous about how the other parent feels because maybe i won't be with them and so there's so many things that i think go through students heads and that's just obviously one possible situation but 
gosh, there could be toxic home environments. There could be so many different situations. And again, just important for us to be paying attention. Like, do you have some students that you have learned enough about them to know, hey, your home environment isn't great. Like it's not currently the best place. And if that's the case, you should probably spend a little extra time reaching out to that kid and making yeah. sure that that you're connecting. Another positive, obviously, so students get a break from school. They, they also get like a break from sports and other extracurricular activities through school. And so things slow down. And I think it's good, like you were saying, for things to slow down and to get a break. But you, you guys, some of you have students that it doesn't take much time on their hands before they get into trouble. And so <laughs> for some students, it could be meant like, hey, I have a lot of extra time on my hands and that's good for like a day. And then yep. after that, that extra time just gives me time to think about all the stuff that I'm going to do to get myself into trouble. And if you have students like that, again, make sure that you're checking in on them and making sure that they're in a healthy situation. Camry, anything else that you think of that would be wise for us to just be aware of as students are going into this time of year? Yeah, I was the kid that had that first Christmas with out both parents there. And I wasn't switched student age yet, but nevertheless, it still was hard. And something that I was thinking about is like, is the other parent going to be sad if I choose that parent to go with? Or like, how do I get to both? Or like, just things like that. And so I would say that, yeah, keeping your eye out for those students that maybe it's not that exact scenario, but just keeping an eye out or maybe at our last switch, just talking about what everybody is planning on doing at Christmas break. And I can give you a good insight for the ones that like didn't really want to answer or the ones that are super excited. And that can help you find out who is excited and who's going to need that extra reaching out to and then connecting. Because I know that's something yep. I'm going to be doing is just reaching out to students and reaching out to group chats and all the things because I want to make sure that I'm still keeping that connection with them and not just like, okay, December 14th hit, bye, see you January 11th. That's not right. going to help anybody. So yep. I would just say continuing to text them or do group FaceTime or like everybody send a picture of what you got, like something fun like that that's just to great. connect. Absolutely. I just want to remind you guys, when we constantly tell students, hey, man, I, like, I love you and I care about what's going on in your life, we're a family. And like we say those things and we try to build this trust or relationships and then we let three or four weeks go by between the last time we saw them, but also the last time we talked to them, that kind of sends a different message. Yeah. And it's not the message we want. And so like you're saying, it is important we stay in touch. It doesn't need to feel like we have a ton to do or we've got all this stuff on our plate for Switch. That, that is not what we want for any of you. We want for you all to feel and know this is a restful time and you need to take advantage of it and you need to rest with your families. Just remember that there's some important relationships in your life and you need to keep those. And yeah. so, and you need to make sure that students feel loved and, and taken care of and valued. And some of those examples like you gave, send a picture of what you got or send, you know, things like that. That can be fun. But also being on a text with another leader, if you have a co-leader, your co-leader, if not another leader that can be accountability for you and individually shoot a text to each one of your students on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day and on New Year's or any of those that are easy opportunities to want. It's not one-on-one, -on -one, it's two-on-one because you've got accountability, but you're singling them out in a good way. 
and you're saying, hey, I hope that you're having an awesome Christmas. I just wanted you to know I have loved getting to know you and you being a part of my life has made my life better. And I hope that this Christmas is the best one you've ever had. But man, I'm so ready to see you again. And I'm looking forward to January. That will do more than you could possibly think. That so, text would mean the world. I wish I had that when I was a student. It, yes, <laughs> it, it would. It truly would. And, and I think that those are the things that it's, how much work does that take? Very little. Right. But, but what does it do for that kid? Man, it shows them how loved they are. So these are some of the things that we want to encourage you all to do. Please spend time talking to Jesus. Spend time in, in your word. Don't allow the busyness of the season to pull you away from what is most important. There are a few dates that we want to make sure that you guys know. So the Switch Leader podcast is the last one of the year, but we will start back on January 2nd. So we'll be off for two weeks. We'll, the first episode back will be January 2nd. And then we will have, for those campuses who are doing it, not every campus will have this, but for those that are, your Switch Leader Rally Night will likely be on January 4th. Um, that would be the first Wednesday of the new year. Make sure you should be hearing you know, separate, specific communication for your campus. So make sure that you're talking to your team leaders or coaches about what your campus is doing. And then January 11th, the second Wednesday of January, is our first night back in Switch, back in the building. So this coming Wednesday, if you're listening to this episode for this, the week it dropped, this coming Wednesday is our final week of Switch in person for the semester. And then January 11th, we will, we will start back up. And we're excited and looking forward to seeing you all then. Camry, thanks for hanging out with us today and yep. bringing unique perspective and sharing a little bit of your heart. Switch team, Switch family, we love you guys so much. We love that we get to do ministry together. And we love that you are about to get to spend some time with your families. Most of all, we love that together we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus. It was not just the birth of a small baby or an insignificant time. It was the most significant birth in the history of the world. It is the time that our Savior was born. So make sure that that stays in the front of your mind during this season. Love you all. And thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh.